0: Welcome to the How to Be Good Enough podcast. I'm Christina Kwan. I help women slipping in and out of depression finally find their self-worth. All opinions are my own and should not be used to substitute help from a mental health professional. But as someone who once thought that suicide was the only option, I can tell you, depression is a mindset. It can be changed. I'm so glad you're here so I can show you how. Let's get started. Hey, people! For today's episode, I thought it would be helpful to give you an idea of what it's like not being depressed anymore. If you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that I'm a survivor of clinical depression. I've made three attempts in my life, I was hospitalized twice, and now, like magic, I'm not depressed anymore, and can fully believe that I will never be depressed again in my life. I'm joking about the magic part, of course. I know that when you're feeling depressed, and feeling depressed is all you've ever known, it's really hard to believe that you could ever not be depressed. So if I had ever met anyone who told me they got over depression, which, by the way, I've never met anyone who was suicidal and got over depression until I started talking openly about my own journey... If I had ever met such a person while I was depressed, I would have thought what they were talking about was totally bogus. Like, what shit are you trying to sell me, really? Because I'm pretty sure what I have can't be cured. If that's where you are, that's okay. I'm very obviously trying to sell you a solution to your depression. As a life coach, I've been honored to help my clients through their depression journey and out of depression forever. It's the greatest blessing in my life. So you don't have to pick up what I'm putting down, but if you want to get over your depression and you haven't found any viable solutions, then it's worth it just to hear me out. I want to give you a sense of what my life is like now, having had a history of depression, having been suicidal, and giving you an idea of what my experience is being me without depression anymore. A big reason for doing this is to offer you a vision to look forward to, I'll be going into it a little bit deeper in the next episode, but part of why I want to spend this time detailing this for you is because you're so used to thinking about depression like this never-ending fact of life. It's like you've got your nose against the wall of your depression. You're staring at it and staring at it. You know the details of this one particular spot on the wall so well that you can't even imagine what the rest of it looks like. Say it's a shade of blue. You've been staring at this shade of blue for so long, you just assume that the rest of the wall is blue too. What I want to help you see is what the rest of that wall could look like for you when you've gotten over depression. I'll tell you right off the bat, every once in a while I forget, like legit completely forget that my life is a miracle. When I was depressed for all those years, being where I am right now was my one dying wish in life. And now that I'm here, now that I know with unshakable doubt that I will never be depressed again, I forget sometimes just how excruciating it used to be. How lonely and how painful it was to feel like there was something so wrong with me, something so damaged that I would never be able to be a normal functioning person. That I would never have loving, connected, truly unconditional relationships. That I would never feel confident about myself and who I was. I forget sometimes that reality for me back then was living in a constant state of doubt and misery because all I expected to come next was more of the same. And the only reason I come back to my experience so often is because I do this work with you. I think about my clients and what will help them get out of this fog fastest. And you know why I forget about it? It's not because I've blocked it out from the trauma of it. It's because I have a normal human brain. Depression isn't a problem anymore because I've trained it to see it that way. So now it's not spending the energy trying to solve a problem that it doesn't have. Literally, it's not a significant part of my cognitive function to think about my depression, to feel the emotion of being depressed because my brain doesn't register it as an issue anymore. It's like when you've made a grocery list and driving in the car, you realize that you forgot to add something to it, but you're driving so you can't write it down. You make a mental note. You've just told your brain to remind you about something for later. And what happens? It reminds you about it later. Maybe not at the moment when it would be most convenient for you to remember it, like when you're at the grocery store, but you'll remember you wanted to pick something up when you come home or while you're cooking. Your brain is always trying to solve problems. So when you ask it constantly, why am I depressed? Why am I like this? What's wrong with me? It's going to go searching for the answer and give its responses to you. That's when you get those painful thoughts about yourself. I'm worthless. I'm not good enough. I suck at this. I'm ugly. No one wants me. Here's a pro tip right here. If you ask your brain leading questions like, what's wrong with me? It's going to go looking for what's wrong. But what's amazing is that the opposite is true too. What's right with me? And it'll go looking for what's right. I'm not saying that I walk around shooting rainbows out of my ass because I feel so positively about myself all the time. Like I said, I have a normal human brain. I still have negative thoughts come to mind that give me negative feelings. I still have random memories that my brain just offers to me to remind me of some stupid thing that I did in the past that I feel bad about. It's just that I have a better handle on being able to choose which direction I want to lead my brain to. So for example, getting out of depression is like this, whenever you're thinking about something, there are many different pathways that your thoughts could take you. So let's say you're in a tunnel, it's dark, it's cold, and you have no idea how you even ended up there. Ahead of you is a fork in the road, one tunnel to the left, one tunnel to the right. When you're depressed, you can't tell the difference between the two tunnels because they both look the same. The tunnels being your choice in your thought pathways. They're both completely dark. You can't tell what's on the other side of them because you literally can't see through either of them. That's the reason why it feels so daunting to try to get out of depression, because it's like every tunnel you take, it's just the same old darkness. And let's say every time you get out of a tunnel, you can see just a tiny bit again. You have a little bit of relief, but soon enough, you find yourself again at another fork in the road with two tunnels that look identical to the ones you were just at. That's enough to make anyone give up in despair. And that's what happens when you've been living with depression for so long. You're tired, exhausted from traveling through all of these tunnels that don't seem to go anywhere. But when you're on your way out of depression, what happens is you start to discern the difference between the two tunnels. One tunnel is really dark and it looks like all the other ones you've seen, but the other tunnel is just a shade lighter, ever so slightly. But you can see the difference. That's the experience of getting out of depression. You get better and better at discerning which tunnel is a shade lighter than the last and you keep going until it's very clear which leads you to sunlight and which leads you to more darkness. So the process of getting out of depression is literally going through as many tunnels as possible but with the purpose of understanding and recognizing which one has better light. Going through each tunnel is painful because you're filled with doubt about whether or not you've chosen the right direction. Is this thought pathway going to going to take me to feeling better? Because it sure feels the same as all the other ones I'm used to taking. So I want you to imagine that I'm a tunnel traveler. I know these tunnels really well. I've traveled in them often. I know the entire layout of the tunnel system. And I actively go into these tunnels looking for people trying to get out. Because I know that there are so many people who landed in here without having a clue how they're going to get out. And my entire purpose is to find you and help you get out of these tunnels forever. That's how I see myself anyway. I didn't know it at the time, but when I made the decision to stick around for my life, and like I said, I was stubborn about it, I paid really close attention to what was working and what wasn't. Which tunnels seemed darker and which ones seemed lighter? I didn't have a depression coach to help me see the difference, so it was all trial and error, all the pain and frustration of the trial and error while being depressed. But I now know how to help people exactly like you make their way out too. And that's the whole reason why I'm even talking to you about my own experience in the first place. Now, I do have an analogy for therapists and other support workers in this tunnel world I've just built for you. And I want to say before I share it that I have immense respect for all of the social workers and people in the mental health industry who go into this work to help people like you too. They're heroes in my eyes. So this is not a knock on them by any means. And I also am not saying that all therapists you'll work with serve this particular function either. They may very well be tunnel travelers as well. But in this case, I see therapists and psychiatrists and anyone else who hasn't personally experienced depression and got out of it themselves as tunnel spirits or tunnel fairies. (laughs) They're like these otherworldly creatures that appear from time to time in the tunnels, finding people like you that are trying to get out. But they have no idea what it's like being you. So they don't know which tunnel looks darker or lighter to you but they want to help. So whatever tunnel you decide to walk through, they'll be there to show you that you're not alone. And if you decide that you're too tired and you just want to sit for a while, they'll sit there with you too, whatever you decide. They're like support fairies. And it's not that you never get out. There's a lot of benefit to talking to them, describing what you're experiencing as you walk through the tunnels and make your choices. I guess the difference is they'll never say to you, choose this tunnel they let you come to conclusions on your own. Whereas I'm definitely going to tell you when your brain is being an asshole to you and show you which tunnel to take. Whether you walk through it is entirely your own choice. So back to the original point of this episode, which was to tell you about my experience now being out of depression forever. Like I said, I forget what it's like. My life now is what I think normal people experience, and when I say normal, I guess I'm talking about people who've never experienced depression. I feel comfortable in my skin. I know deeply who I am and what I stand for, so I don't have anxiety when I meet new people or have to talk in front of a group or anything like that. I still sometimes get nervous interacting with certain people or expressing certain opinions I have, but I don't beat myself up or get down on myself for saying something dumb or careless. I feel bad about it for a hot beat and then I move on. Because everything I think I did wrong is just a lesson in what I want to do right. And the point of my life now is to strive for doing things, behaving, and being in line with who I want to be as often as possible. It's no longer this impossibly high standard for myself to be perfect in every single way. To look good, to be skinny, be confident, say the right things. I get to be me exactly the way I want that to be, and it's only up to me who that is. I'm not bothered so much anymore by what other people say or what people do. Most especially, Mom, who I used to view as the physical representation of every single criticism I ever had of myself. I let people be who they want to be too. Because that's the deal I have with the world now. I get to be me, and you get to be you, whatever you decide which means I'm so much more open to people being exactly as they are. And this was a significant difference in the experience of my most recent relationship. I came to my relationship as a whole person and I met my ex as a whole person. I allowed him to be his own person too. And what we created together was a partnership based on genuine care and love. I didn't need him to complete me. I didn't need him to give me anything to feel good about myself. And as a result, I got to experience the best kind of connection with someone who was completely different from me. And because I feel so much more sure of myself, I feel really good about the decisions I make. I don't look to other people to validate what I'm thinking of doing. I don't really go asking for opinions anymore. I just do as I think is right for me, and I deal with all the emotions that come up for me if it ends up not being right for me. I navigate my world with much more openness and flexibility. Because it's all game now, baby. Bring on life. I've been through the worst hell imaginable, battling an enemy that cannot be seen but that's always with you. That's why nothing I ever feel in the future of my life will ever be too much for me. And I love that about me. I love that I had depression. I feel like I'm more prepared for life than anyone I know. I'm uniquely primed, to live my life to its fullest potential because I went through all of that and found myself. That's my greatest desire for you. You are uniquely primed to live your life to its fullest potential once you've gotten over your depression. And getting over depression is just a matter of continuing to go through as many tunnels as possible until you get to the other side. If you want my help with that, just head over to my website at theroaduncovered.com so we can get the party started. So glad to spend this time with you today. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, I'd like to invite you to join my mailing list where I send you weekly insights on how to move the needle on your recovery. Join now and receive a free copy of my Confidence Catalyst workbook. It's designed to help you grow your confidence through exercises that help you see yourself much differently than you have before. Check it out at my website, theroaduncovered.com. I'm looking forward to helping you on your journey out of depression forever. See you there.